0: Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio, Phil Williams, here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, we got the local, the state, the national, sometimes the international, covering down on all the issues. And like that dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, it is Tuesday afternoon, 2.06 p.m. Boomers on the board. Hey, buddy. Hey. How are you?
1: I'm good. (laughs) Another pretty day. It's beautiful. Yes. And I
0: just, I know
1: y'all can't see it, but we have a window right here. And it's nice here. to have see outside here just so they can see it. Oh right, yeah, there right we there. go. So I now just, now you, now you now can you, see it. Now you can see the view oh, of the golf course
0: outside. Oh yeah, there it is. Now I have messed up the camera, so I'll go ahead and turn <laughs> that back around. Am I back on? Am I good? You're My good. Goodness? You're good. All yeah, right. that's great. Um, hey, hey but but I tell you what else is freaky though. Boom. I mean, it's it's um this is February, right? Right. It is February 6th, and I am wearing a short sleeve shirt. Short sleeve shirt. What's up?
1: <laughs> what is up with that? I can't. It's just. I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, yes! I mean, I am. But it's Alabama,
0: so if you don't like the weather, wait 10 minutes, it might change. It'll change on you. I'm saying. (laughs) All right, we got a whole lot of show for you, a whole lot. Uh, Listen, uh, at 3 p.m. today, you're going to want to stay tuned because uh, one of our much vaunted uh, state district attorneys is going to be in the studio with us, uh, Jody Willoughby, district attorney for Etowah County, Alabama. I called him about all this prison release stuff going on. I'm not sure if you caught wind of this. But there's a mass release of prisoners, according to legislation passed a couple of years ago uh, in the legislature, that that has not gone very well, to be honest. And uh, we're going to talk with him about that at 3 o'clock. He'll be live in studio. And then the Triple Dipper is full of stuff. So, Boomer, hit it. The Triple Dipper. Three stories you've got to know. That's right, the Triple Dipper, three stories, three themes, if you will, that you have got to know as we run today's show. So, uh, number one, early release, that's it. We're going to be talking about this. How about the fact that there are any number of violent criminals who are near the end of their sentence, admittedly, but then they're being let go early, and the problems have been that they've not been notifying the victims of the crimes, that these guys are getting out early. Hundreds of them, hundreds so we're going to talk about that, get your perspective on how you feel, and talk to District Attorney Jody Willoughby about that as well. So early release, number one on the Triple Dipper. Number two, got to do it. Every once in a while, just got to, got to do it. And, Boomer, we may have to reach out and try to find a video clip that I saw earlier that I didn't have in the resources for today. But but uh Adventures in Woke World, when you have a Full buffet of wokeness. When you have a, a cornucopia, a plethora, if you will, of wokeness, then, yeah, once again, it's time for Adventures in Woke World. So I'll tell you some stories that will curl your hair. Some will make you throw things at the radio, roll your eyes, whatever the case may be. It's all woke. Adventures in Woke World, number two on the Triple Dipper. And then number three, well, you know we got to cover it because the State of the Union's coming tonight. Balloon magic. That's number three. Balloon magic. Have you heard the latest term? Apparently, we are now told that there was an awareness gap at the Pentagon's early warning systems. What does that mean? It means we didn't see it. Awareness gap. Anyway, balloon magic, we're going to talk about that, number three on the Triple Dipper. So let me, let me move over now to my comments, and, and I'll, I'll preface the rest of what I'm going to say by, by telling you that uh, in, in Baghdad, I was attached to an infantry battalion on a small fob in some of the worst parts of the city. We got mortared all the time. Every time you walked out the gate, you had to be in full battle rattle. And I remember one time walking into the battalion talk, and the battalion commander was just finishing up the administration of non judicial punishment against a young E 4. He was basically busting him down a rank to private first class and giving him an Article 15. So, what was his offense? He fell asleep on guard duty in one of the perimeter towers. Sitting right there in enemy territory, he got sleepy, he has let himself go to relax to the point of sleeping through his shift. And it really struck me, and and everyone else for that matter, that staying awake and alert is the foremost thing in the process of staying alive. There's an old adage of the frog in the boiling water. You know the storyline. A frog is placed into a pot of water. He swims around contentedly, never realizing that someone has now turned on the heat. And the water is slowly moving toward a full boil. The frog, without knowing any better, never takes its mind off its own contentedness. It just swims along. And before it realizes the danger it's in, it's too late. The water boils, the frog is cooked. Well, folks, I'm going to tell you right now, our society is swimming along right now like a bunch of frogs in a pot. Charlene and I were talking this morning, and she adamantly said, you've got to keep reminding your folks to not let themselves get numb to what's going on in our country right now. And she's absolutely right, and she usually is. We cannot allow ourselves, our neighbors, our friends and family to become numb to the shifts that are being foisted upon us in culture. And it's everywhere in every corner of society, at every turn. So, like, we can have satanic ceremonies celebrated as culture on the Grammys, and churches say nothing because it's art. We can have whole hospitals given over to the notion of transgender surgeries and treatments on minors to forever alter their appearance, and it is celebrated as awareness. We can have our border ransacked by illegal immigration numbering in the millions, and it is fated as openness. We can have failing schools teaching failed concepts like critical race theory, and it's called an awakening to truth. We can have blind spending sprees out of Washington that drive our debt into astronomical figures, and we're told that it's inflation reduction. You see, all of that is happening and more right now. But here's the thing that Charlene also says. There are more of us than there are of them. And I believe that's true. There are more of us than there are of them. I believe that the vast majority of America is still desirous of traditional values and conservative principles. But what good is it to have an army that outnumbers its enemies if that army is asleep when the enemy comes marching? You can't be asleep in the guard tower. You can't. We have to stay awake. We have to stay alert. We have to stay alive. I'm referring to what is often known as situational awareness. You know, where am I? What are my options? What are others doing around me? How do I react if something goes wrong? keeping your head on a swivel, situational awareness. And situational awareness, though, has to be coupled with a keen mental state and further combined with a willingness to act. Basically, if this happens, then I will do that, you know, head on a swivel with a plan. Even the Bible is full of examples of admonitions that we should remain alert and aware. Here's one for you, quote, "...be on the alert, stand firm in the faith, act like men." Let all that you do be done in love. That's 1 Corinthians 16, 13. We have it hanging on the wall here in the studio. That's a no-fooling call to literally be prepared, be ready, man up. And you can do so respectfully and professionally, but you got to do so nonetheless. It reminds me of Marine Corps General Jim Mattis who used to tell his Marines in Baghdad, Be polite, be professional, and have a plan to kill everyone you meet. On the wall right behind me now in the right side studio, I've pointed it out before. It's a small handmade sign up on the upper shelf behind me. I had it on my team wall in my team room in Baghdad. It says, quote, win friends, kill enemies. Are these contradictory statements that I've just espoused to you? Are these sentiments really dichotomies or can they go together? Well, my belief is you can be truly alert, truly aware. You can be truly ready to take a stand. And you can do so without sacrificing your faith or your beliefs or your principles or your professionalism or your good name. In fact, we must. Like some of David's mighty men in First Chronicles 12, they were called the sons of Issachar. They were said to be men who understood their times and what Israel should do. That's a clear indication to me that there is a need to be aware, alert, ready to watch the times in the world around you and to consider what your part in it is. I got to tell you, as an attorney, when I go to trial... I'm going to avidly pursue my client's best interest. I prepare their positions, their evidence, their legal standing, and precedents. I've prepped my witnesses. I've thought through my presentation. But as an attorney, I would be remiss if I was not also aware of what my opposition's plan is. What is their argument? What is their response? How do I counter their evidence? You see, being aware is not about just knowing how you feel about something, or someone. Being aware means you are seeing clearly, and you are aware not only of your own position, but you're also seeking to know the movements, the positions, the capabilities of your opposition. You see, that's full situational awareness then. And I believe that we are entering into unprecedented times. More than ever, it's going to be necessary for good men and women of principle to be fully and completely situationally aware of their surroundings, of their times, of the actions of their opposition, with the knowledge of what they should do. You may have to speak up, y'all. You may. You may have to know your own position well enough to add some clarity to the situations around you. You may indeed have to address concerns that you shouldn't have to address. But if you don't, they just get worse. But the last thing we need to be doing right now is turning a blind eye or putting our heads in the sand or just sitting there swimming idly in the pot while the heat turns up. My friends, we have to be aware of our times and what should be done. We must, in fact, keep our heads on a swivel and our powder dry. And it seems more and more that's where we are. We can live as sheep or sheepdogs. This past week, we found out that an unmanned aerial surveillance platform from China was allowed to sail slowly over multiple sensitive military installations and traverse the entire breadth of the United States from the Pacific to the Atlantic. And this morning, the former commander of NORAD stated in his own words that we have now identified a domain awareness gap. Well, all that means in layman's terms is they didn't realize that they weren't seeing something important. The frog was being boiled. And it would seem that much of society falls into that category on any number of issues. So, y'all, we have to stay alert. We cannot become numb. And so I'm, I'm being watchful. I'm making a conscious effort to enjoy life, to laugh, to love, but also to fight. I refuse to sit idly in my pot and just get slow-boiled. And we would all do well to heed the lovely Charlene's advice that we cannot allow ourselves to get numb to it all. We cannot become frogs in a pot. And that's a wrap for The Right Side Way. Well, there you have it. That gun, my wife gives good advice. Don't tell her I said that, <laughs> but it's true. I mean, the, the truth is this: society is going to keep going with whims and winds of, of change, unless good people say something. And I'm not talking about the fact that there's not a time for the place for things to be different than what they used to be. What I am saying, though, is when you know it's wrong, it's just wrong. You don't let little boys be told that they're girls. You don't, you don't sit around idly while schools teach critical race theory. You don't let yourself be taxed into oblivion. And oh, by the way, you just don't say nothing when bad things are happening to your neighbors. We cannot become frogs in a pot. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We'll be right back. We are back, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, covering all of North Alabama, solid, conservative, and just plain right, saving the world one soundbite at a time, sitting here in February wearing a short sleeve shirt. What in the world? Um, I tell you what, though, man, I'm looking up at the news, and I, this is a total aside, but I can't complain about weather when I'm looking at the earthquake in Turkey in Syria. 7,200-plus oh. dead. I know. That's unreal. Have you seen the videos of the of buildings coming down? While oh, I saw to one streets? of them, and it was just it's just unreal,
1: unreal. And yeah. then, I mean, even yesterday when we were watching a little bit during the show, it was only the death toll was like at three thousand, I believe, twenty eight hundred to three thousand. I thought it was
0: less than that, but yeah, yeah it just it's just oh. it's, it's grown exponentially. I guess they're just beginning to really get through the rubble and find people. Man, but um, but yeah, it's horrible. Seven thousand two hundred confirmed dead, with more expected. Um this is a by the way, this is a seven point eight on the scale. So just go ahead and round that to an eight. That's eight out of ten. I mean that's that's Ooh. about as strong an earthquake as we've had anywhere in the world in quite a while. And um you know, they don't they don't they don't build over there like we build here. Right. Um the codes and certifications are not the same and so you gotta know there's some unstable buildings still standing that are now unstable. Um so more to come on Turkey. That's uh Pray but, for them. Yep. I heard somebody say earlier, Turkey's going to be a little bit off the world stage for a while. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Mm. Um, well,
1: I got a lot of great responses on the text line. From oh, yeah. The, what you got? Oh, I mean, just, I mean, they're still come, they're piling in right now. Just of, uh, words of wisdom. Thank you so much for your service. I mean, that, just everything from uh, thanking Charlene, the lovely Charlene.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. For her
1: words of wisdom as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, She just texted me and said, that was good. And it wasn't because it was my words. (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, Brian from Huntsville, I did see his text now. He said, uh, when I mentioned the words awareness gap. Right. He says, awareness gap. That's just the sequence between when Joe Biden gets briefed and when he starts his speech. Oh, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Um, But he also quoted the verse. You know, I quoted several passages in, in mine. Uh, my monologue, he says, 1 Thessalonians 5, 21, but test everything and hold fast to what is good. Mm. Um, that's, that's, that's very cool. Uh, Dwight from Decatur was telling me where he was in Baghdad. Appreciate you, Dwight. Thanks for your service, man. Um, Richard from Madison, great words of wisdom. That's the one you're talking about, Boomer, I guess? Yes. Great words of wisdom. He says, problem is that many people who care and agree do not know what they can do. There's a sense that our government is too far gone to be healed. And that Richard, I'll be honest with you, man. Let me let me just take that and run with it for a second. So I hadn't planned on having this segue, uh, but I will. I'll take I'll chase that rabbit. Um, do something. Do do. And I don't want to say just do anything. But in the sense, I'm saying do anything. And and, and so, yeah, uh, Richard, I agree. I think on the one hand, things feel big, like you don't like the, 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 the role of government. You don't like what you're seeing in culture. You don't like this thing. You may not be able to change everything, just change the one next to you. Mm. And so that's why I'm telling folks all the time, your role is not to change everything. Your role is to change what you can around you for the better. And, and, and that, you know, if you, if you are literally walking in today's world as a conservative, as a Christian, then you're not in the minority, regardless of how it looks on the news. You're not in the minority, but you may feel that way. And so you find a like-minded person next to you, and the two of you decide to go to a school board meeting. You may not even have kids in that school system, but you decide to go sit at the school board meeting and just watch how it goes. And then one day you realize you just don't like the way they talk at that school board meeting. And then a third party you talk to decides to run for that position, and you all support them, and next thing you know, you put somebody new in there. That's how it works. That's how grassroots works. If somebody gets tired of something and they decide to do something about it, and you know what, they're not always successful, the first time. Sometimes it takes two or three times before it happens. Some of the best legislation I saw in Montgomery when I was in the state Senate took several years to pass. Of course, I saw some of the worst ones get passed after several years, too. But all I'm saying is this. There is the opportunity for you to do something. And so, Richard, uh, while I appreciate your position, man, I just want to encourage you and others who are listening right now recognize that It's not about changing everything yourself. It's about being a part of changing something around you. And that's how revival starts. That's how movements start. Mm. They don't they don't start because, you know, one person cured it all and everybody else sat back and watched. (laughs) They start because one person did something. Yep. And it spread. And that's that's exactly how that's how revolution starts. That's how revival starts. That's how movement starts. So yeah. Wow, that was a that's a daggum soapbox. That was great. Okay.
1: All right. We're done for the day.
0: Y'all have a great... Have an awesome day. <laughs> Just saying. Um, what else we got here? John from Bronzebur- Brownsboro texted in. He says, uh, know not your ability, but know your enemy, and you will lose most of your time, most of the time yourself. I'm going to I, I gotta, I'm gonna have to read his again. It's like, it's like I'm reading in old English. John from Brownsboro, I'll come back to yours and quote it later. Um, he does say at the end, though, the lackadaisical response didn't show the enemy any of our capabilities. Score one for incompetence. Okay, I'll gonna that. That's what intrigues me. I'm coming back to his Amanda from Decatur. Um, I don't know what that means, Amanda. So I will come back to it. <laughs> Amanda said something about a baby, and I don't know what was happening. So I figured I better read it first. Uh, this is what happens when you scan through the dippers while right. you're live on the air, or scan through the text messages. The text, I mean. yeah. Uh, what did Jenny from Decatur send us? Oh, it was a. <laughs> a, a <laughs>
1: I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just a things aren't adding up. And it's pretty pretty obvious, obvious, the obvious theorist.
0: (laughs) That's good. That's real good. How do I save that one? That's a meme. I got to save that. All right, folks, listen, we're going to come right back. We're going to jump into number one of the Triple Dipper early release. Prisoners getting out early and walking the streets. How do you feel about it? Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.